welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello, good evening, Hello. and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show on the sunniest and hottest day of the year. And I welcome my two co-hosts on the top. It is Andrew Marr. Let's and hello on the picture. It is Jonathan Sullivan. Good evening. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. Sweltering in the heat. It's hit 18 degrees Celsius in Northumberland today. So that's about the hottest day on record, I think. So um, absolutely extraordinary. Wow. It was 26 up here. It's been up really? Really hot. We're it might be a bit warmer than 18, but it, it certainly wasn't as hot as it is now. I think uh, Brixton was about 500 degrees Celsius last night, wasn't it? Something like that. Vaporized, is it? <laughs> exactly. yeah, if, I, if, if I read such things, I know as a fact that the Express would be saying we're all going to die. We're all <laughs> going to uh, die. Everyone's going to die of heat stroke. And if it gets cold next week, everyone's going to die of the cold. Uh, and if it gets normal and rains a lot, we're all going to drown. It's kind of the standard thing, isn't it, with the Express? I've just noticed that over the years when you see it. Heat stroke, millions are going to die, especially if you're old or young or middle-aged. Apparently, when any newspaper uh, puts a question mark at the end of their headline, the answer is always no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, we're all going to die? <laughs> and the answer to that question is, well, yeah. yes. Because none of us are actually immortal. Uh, so <laughs> no one said when. Got to be specific. They were saying there was a major incident in was it, another in, one. In was it Brighton or somewhere or Dorset? Um, I don't know what happened, but they but they said it, oh, too many people had arrived at, at one of the beaches in Dorset. Oh, and there was, there was colossal queues everywhere, the car park. Coffee and and there's millions of them, they're all on the beach. Um, and uh, so yeah, no, it was quite funny the picture that they, they put on Facebook um, of a big fat woman uh, wearing wearing a, a, a kind of very skinny bikini, um, which when which all you saw was two buttocks. Um, that sounds which, horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Mail, what, whatever the story is, they managed to get some skimpy girl in it. It's like it's a warm day today, and you have forty-seven images of girls basically. Formula One, in which case you're not out. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I like your, as it, I like your phrase well, earlier, John. <laughs> Formula woke. I thought. Yeah, Formula woke. Yeah, we've just we've got uh, yeah exactly. We've made a new a new sport. Formula woke. The first yes, one. Is Formula 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 this now means something else. Okay. Exactly. Oh, okay. And I did put it in the description. Um, has Formula One gone crazy? And has it finally gone kind of over the top? Uh, because that's all the headlines have pretty much been. It's all about this new commission. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, just, and, you know, the thing is, they're given it that headline, but when you actually look at what they're doing, it partly it's to thank all the, the key workers regarding uh, coronavirus and all this kind of stuff. And then it goes on to the kind of diversity thing. So I thought that would be quite a good topic um, to talk about and to see exactly what's happening. Oh, um, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, for hours last time. I, I mean, I, Lewis Hamburger, who's got his commission, you know, with his own money and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, all right, okay. It's, yeah. it's the same as me. Years ago, I was in Bayes, which is the British Academy of Young Scientists. Uh, I never actually went around schools, but you, you promote science to people. You want them to get into science. Mm. Anybody, whatever, get into science. Do some science, even though the government doesn't pay for any of that kind of stuff anymore and they just expect it to just happen like by magic. Uh, apparently, you don't need money. 
So then that's but you know. Um, fine, whatever. Go to schools and get people into it. I did wonder yeah. if anyone who was white said that they were inspired to do engineering because of Lewis Hamilton, whether he would be really upset. I don't know whether that's, that, that would be a thing. I sound terrible saying stuff like that, but I'm just sick and tired of the hypocrisy. Uh, you know, they're still going to Bahrain. They're still yeah. going to Abu Dhabi. They're still going to Qatar, as John mentioned. They're still going to Russia. People are being beaten up in the streets for being different. And it's like, they don't mind. They go to China, where they're mass murdering all the Uyghurs, just because yeah. they're, not, they're, not, they're not Mandarin Chinese and replacing everyone yeah. in that region because they're Muslims. And they're, That's fine. We can do that. That's all right, because they've got lots of money. And they're very powerful, you know. Uh, uh, but but um, no, as soon as anything in the West... Oh, yeah. Well, I've got an interesting story as well about that because there was a big story about NASCAR and how the this the, the only black driver in NASCAR um found a noose in his garage in the pit garage. Now there was a big political storm all about it. But um, I will share yeah I will share the screen and let you see the that is that um here we are um and it, the the FBI were brought in because it was so bad that they even had a big they had a big do for it because everyone was so appalled that they pushed um, this chap's dry, uh, uh, Bubba Wallace's car down the pit lane as a kind of um, moment of, you know, to make sure he was fine. Solidarity. Um, yeah, yeah, solidarity. But they actually found that no crime had been committed and the noose had actually been in place since 2019. Oh, it so was, it wasn't a deliberate recent no. act. It was just there and they'd assume. Yeah. Every, garage, every garage has them. Um, it was part of the garage door's pull-down rope which had been fashioned in a way that resembled a noose. Um, so NASCAR has now released an image of the noose. <laughs> it's not a noose at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the officials asked operators yeah. of each circuit to inspect their garages, and after checking all the stalls across 29 venues, found 11, oh, had, <laughs> yeah, 11 had pulled their notes, but the only noose was in the garage used by Wallace. But it's just, obviously, it's the rope, though. So they all had ropes, but then this one must have been tied because it was longer than the other. So it's all a big, a big fuss about nothing. Um, but um, so there you have it. Um, the problem is with America is that there are places in America it's, it really is that bad, you know, uh, all the time. And then the, the assumption is everywhere else in the world is the same. Yeah, it but it's not. Yeah, you know, yeah. William Wilberforce, every bank in Britain you know, a traditional bank in Britain is guilty of having of being set up on, on slave trade. Every, uh, you know, take Lyle, and there's huge things going on like that. And and, and they the, the cherry pick what they want to have a go at. Yeah. And then try and make out that Britain's this massive racist nation. And if you actually look at what's happened in the past 50 years, the inclusion. Yeah. Are we? It's, I thought we were, we were world renowned for being accepting. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying there's not some bloody idiots, because there are. I grew up with yeah. a lot of them. Um, but there's also a huge number of people. Okay. No, I think I think it's just are. people. Welcome it. Yeah. You know, we're incredibly welcoming. Um, no, we don't go around shooting people like you do in America. Quite the opposite. But, um, but yeah. Well, on that nice note, I'll pivot, and uh, <laughs> we, we will talk about. Talk I'm about a question race. about a set of course, though. Yes, have you, you, you learned yeah. to wave your hands around and 
shout well. to people. To all our viewers and listeners, now obviously to people who are listening, it's not going to be much use, but because uh, you can't see the game <laughs> as it actually happens. Um, but if you right. want to watch YouTube, it's absolutely yeah. fine. So I suggest that once you've heard um, the, the podcast, you can watch the, the actual video itself on YouTube and for the clip. Um, but yes, <clears> I have got, of course, a competition there. Um, and I'm going to try and stream it now. Um, because I've, I've been taught a way of how to do it. So over the coming days, I will get that set up. Um, I do have, as you can see in the background, I've got my, um, my tripod there. So a bit later on, I will, I'll put the camera up and at least it is placed um, to see the screen quite well. And my co-hosts are going to attempt at commentating. <laughs> if it doesn't work, it's their fault. So if it's not, <laughs> not right. So, you know, so it was, but I can always try Gran Turismo if that's easier. Um, as it might no, be it'll be just as hard to commentate on. Duh. Yeah, but it's easier to maybe race with. I've not done a race what at all. What are you care about that? You're the one doing the racing. But, um, but yeah, but it's... Oh, no, it, you, the funny thing was, the first time I tried it, I pressed the accelerator and nothing happened. Um, because it wasn't set, it was set for normal controllers instead of for a steering wheel. Mate, that's been happening every single virtual race we've watched. The lights go yeah. out, 10 seconds later, people start slowly moving away. It's almost like, yeah. what did my ex-grandfather in <laughs> So yeah, but it is a really good game, and I can't wait to show you what it's like. And hopefully now that it's a wee bit darker, I might have to play around with the lights and see if I can get it to work. Um, but you should be able to see it quite clearly, hopefully. Um, the detail is really, really good, and it's a proper simulator. Um, mm. So it's well worth getting, because this launched a couple of days ago, but I think that the, 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 the reception has been uh, pretty decent. Um, so in a little while. Now, I was actually watching um, a good friend and regular visitor to the show, uh, Josh Martin, last night, um, and he came third in one of the, it was the uh, the big race at Spa, which was a 60-minute race, and he, he started, I think it was uh, maybe fourth or fifth, and, and finished third, and that was his best result so far, um, which has been pretty good. And he actually won the championship he was ahead on points, and um, so that finish um, allowed him to take the title. Um, so so he's he, very, very good. is he officially a world champion now? Well, I did put that in the comment when I was commenting, but he didn't come back to me to see if he was or not. He's too busy um, celebrating. He's a buddy, and we won't talk to him now. That's it. But he is a champion on that. So if you're watching tonight, thanks, Josh. It was great fun watching the race. Um, and he's a very big supporter of the show, um, even when we um, probably talk about things that we should never talk about on a Formula One show. <laughs> but uh, believe it. <laughs> Leave it at that. So if you're watching on Facebook, um, um, on my Facebook page, um, unless uh, we can't see your comments, so you'd have to go to YouTube to be able to comment on it and see yeah. how, we're, how we're getting on. But um, I haven't seen Ant yet. He's drawn one of our loyal supporters. No, he's, uh, he was going to be joining us. Um, um, coming up there. Um, but yes, so that's the thing. Would I, should I, while, you're, while you two can talk, well, should, I, should I try and get this set up and see if we can get it working? Here we well, go. Um, Jonathan, Jonathan will talk and I'll do belittling comments. How's that? <laughs> I, I think you should do comments too, but I'll get fired. So I'll just do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I've got a better idea. You know that time when we were doing FSO comments, but typing? If we yeah. do a verbal version of that, I think that'd be excellent. Yeah. We don't need to say what's going on in the race because people, it won't matter. I will leave no, you no in the It's not there. To keep it all going, and then we will sort all this out. But I've got it set up before, so oh, this is this is Hugh um, becoming. This is Bait. We'll get to see other bits of Hugh's office now. So his lair. Look at this. It's all set yeah. up. 
a Lamborghini by the look of it on the uh, on the starting grid. Oh, there we go. Oh, I see. There we go. What Jesus. you need is a big mirror on the wall behind you, and then you don't have to do all that. <laughs> exactly, and then you'd be then you'd be first on the grid. Arts on that. Is that better? The only problem yeah, we, is we can see it well. There is a slight mm -hmm. kind of glare, and I, I don't know why that is. But it's nobody cares. Get on with it. Stop making excuses. All right. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is your F1 tire excuses. My <laughs> tires wore out. I didn't warm them up it's properly. There's a glare on the screen. Already. <laughs> it's not a glare for me, but I was more thinking it's a glare. Whatever. It's fine. We can see. We can see. It's all good. I'm not getting any younger, you know. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Let's go racing. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I've never raced in this before, but it's good you can hear me. It's all you just said you had. You just said it was the um, realistic. Yes, I've done the practice. I haven't done. Oh, the, there we um, go. Apart from racing it before, you've never raced it before. Well, there's no comments um, on Facebook yet. All right, now I need to do a race. Let's do a race. Come on, let's go do, do a race. Do a race. And um, on your hot lap. Do it in Alfa Romeo so that um, John can say how rubbish it is. Yeah. Well. I just wish he'd buy one because he raves about from us, but he's never ever owned one. Yeah, I, I mean, if I had the money to not worry about getting the electrics fixed or, uh, of a classic version, I would ha have one like that. Um, There's a thing. If I could get a proper manual gearbox in the Quadrifoglio. How oh, is that? Happy paddle. Uh, it's, well, it's in a, in Italy. Left-hand drive, you can get both. Can you really you get a manual? But right-hand drive, you can only get flappy, 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 lappy paddle, which Chris Harris likes, but I don't. Ah, no, um, not really, because also you can't use the indicators with the flappy paddle gearbox. If <laughs> <laughs> the indicators, you just honestly, it's a complete disaster zone. You're sort of in reverse. You're indicating right. You're indicating left. You're changing up. You're changing down. I've got them on aggression 90%. And, uh -oh. and, and, and ability 90%. And it's that Italian aggression. So, I mean, oh, that's no. pretty. Waving your hands. That wasn't really Italian, was it? I did, it was uh, cultural appropriation, Rue. I'm not sure you're allowed to do that anymore. Uh, hey, well, um, oh, okay. <laughs> No, can I do the setup? Oh, GTR, I like them. I guess it's potentially faster that time than a What is that um, rubbish in the background there? It's, it's so fussy. Uh, I don't know any of that. It's what happened to clean lines? What happened to the, the, the eat up Jack being the most beautiful car in the world? Nice clean lines. Now that he is, he's in the car. Out and have, you got a, have you got a different view? Can we see a different view? Um, uh, yes, I can't see much of the track there. I'm gonna eat. That's better. That's better. Yeah. Oh, and he's what? away. He nearly loses the back end. Is the powers down there, wherever the hell he is? Where is this warm up lap? Well, it's a kind of. Are you in the lead? I don't. Uh, it's like they don't start under red lights. You know that well, they. Oh, rolling really start. start. Oh. Are we in the pit lane? No, you're, you're on the old track, you know, the old start bit. Oh, right. Here we go. We're off then. Hughes in the lead. He's in fourth place. He's in fifth place. No, that's the gear I'm in. 
Oh, sorry. He's in third place. He's going up the field. <laughs> Amazing. He's still in third place. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, he's down to fourth. Sounds like, a, sounds like a B10 FSO. Down to fifth, fifth place. Oh, he's blown in. Oh, dear. Fifth place. Fourth place. He's up the field. Third place. Fourth place. What track is this? Is this Silverstone? Is that the way you can see there? It is. Yes. So, oh, oh, now he's German. That is a big rear wing. So, I bet it's a Lamborghini. Here we go. We've got the slipstream. It's a hat trick maneuver. Oh, oh yes. Ah. <laughs> Go on, get ahead, get ahead, get ahead. Dirty, dirty. Oh, there you go. The there you go. Who do you think you are? George Russell. There we go. Where are place are we in now? We're down the back of the field where George Russell normally is. Last. No, he won. He won. He's the champion. Yeah, um, in, 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 in real life. That. IRL. Do you remember that? When we, we had IRL. <laughs> Earl, that was a TV show, wasn't it? My name is Earl. My name is Earl. Here we come, coming through the field. Oh, Here we no, literally, you can't ghost in this one, pal. Oh, you put it around and not it. He's got the line. No, that's only been. Oh, under steering, that four wheel drive's not helping you there. Can you see it all right, or is the camera too? We can see you, Benji. We can see you messing up all the corners. Fine. No That's it. We saw you going to the gravel and all the cars overtake you here. Here we go. Oh, 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 what is this? British touring cars? Oh. Janet Juniors. Oh, I've received a penalty or something. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I really? think you've driven to the back of a Ferrari at 150 miles an hour. Not a Ferrari. Like I thought it was a 458 or a 499 or something. They look like a lime sticky sweets to me. You know, like a lime sherbet with wheels. Oh, a, 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 Lamborg a Lamborghini. I've got to drive a clean lap. <laughs> I wonder what colour I'd have if I had a Lamborghini. I think I'd go for that that green that you can see in the middle of, at the bottom of his screen. That oh, a lime green. Yeah, I wouldn't go for the orange which is, or the yellow, which is definitely go for that. Yeah, that colour. I think I think you're better off. Um, is that a Ferrari head, Hugh? Yeah, it is a Ferrari. Take advantage of the fact that it's got a rubbish gearbox according to Fruccio Lamborghini. A gearbox from his track. Oh, that's a bit. Whoa. You would understand. You have. Oh, you you weren't last, but you are now. <laughs> Who was last? That's the FSO going past you. Maybe lapped. That could be, yeah. <laughs> Although lapped on lap three wouldn't be very good. They need, see, you should be at Monza where there are lots of Italians shouting at you. I'm not doing good enough. It is David Perel in front of me. <laughs> it is, David. You just smashed it. So are you playing online then? Are you actually online? Uh, no, no, it uses all the people from the actual series, you see. Oh, see. Well, carry on, David. Are you listening? You're not even there, are you? <laughs> oh, 
It is good though. It is hard work. It's hard work watching it. <laughs> this must be really good for the people listening on the podcast. It must be pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's, and he's now going down a road. And then going down the road. Turning a little bit to the left. A little bit to the right. Going down the road. Third year. Third year corner. Well, it is for him. Second year corner. Well, again for him. Third for everybody else because they're going faster. Are we putting you off yet? Just I'm going to overtake a car in this bit. You're not even catching them up. Drive into the back of them. That doesn't count. It's just, this is woke overtaking, isn't it? Where them overtaking you means you've succeeded. It's formula woke. You're you are a white oh! male. You 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 go to the back of the grid. It's like we're not doing with cars. Oh, there he is. Ant's here. Hello, Ant. <laughs> so, um. That dodgy move you made at the beginning has obviously damaged your car. Come on, let's get the F1 excuses in. It damaged your car and, and it's uh, screwed you for a time. And you've got oil burning in your bum and something, something. I think cylinder and, number nine is running hot. You have to back yes. off. What he said. Yeah. Okay. I've got the telemetry here. Oh, box, good. Box, box. What does the telemetry say? The telemetry says that he isn't Shame. going fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so let's try. Let's try the. Uh, the... Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, how come the blue one did? No, he did. Okay. Oh, two blue ones are going past him. What does that red flag mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it the one that's oh, there? Right, there's a car alongside you. Must swerve oh, right. What does that black flag mean? <laughs> yeah, what exactly? What does the black flag with your car number on it mean? I don't think you know, actually. I almost had two there. To the left. To the right. To the left. To the right. To the left. Is that a Jaguar? It's a Jaguar XK8. Ooh. Which was not a car I realized was in GT. Yeah. Racing. Well, I suppose. You've overtaken it. Well done. Let's get going. Let's do it. XKR. Because the Aston V8 Vantage is the, is the, the, the R version of that, isn't there, to race with? So maybe they've done. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last racing Jaguar that I remember. Well, and you missed us moaning about how um, Lewis Hamilton and all these people are telling us how to live our lives while going to places like China, Russia, Bahrain, Qatar, Abu Dhabi, and other places where they're murdering people for their race. And they've got slavery. <clears throat> we had a bit of a moan about that. Uh, and... Um, and climate change, he's very into climate change, but he's got a private jet and races the car for a living. I, I thought he got rid of his private jet. In, in oh, has he? Right, okay. And, well, and his, his dog's died. His dog's died. He's had two dogs. I'm yeah, sorry, his dog died. One of his doggy died. Um, <clears throat> um, um, 
Yes. He's going to be coming out again speeding next, isn't he? How speeding is dangerous. That could be the next one. Well, something I've noticed is a thing with Formula One. They keep banning everything. Every time anyone innovates in any way, they ban it. And now the latest thing they're banning is inventing new pit lane equipment. It, it, from like November, you've got to, or October, I think it is, they've got to have a full list of all the pit lane equipment and any changes after December have to be approved. So, no innovation is going to be allowed in Formula One whatsoever. Uh, so, I think we should get a new, rather than Formula Woke, we should get Formula None, where there are no regulations. Yes, no I agree. agree. No, there's nothing. It's like the Olympics when they no restrictions. whatever drugs they want. Formula none would be there's no rule. Oh, he's nearly over took it. He's nearly away. passed. He's nearly passed. Uh, he has done it. Yeah. He's, done it. he's nearly gone and done it. Uh, oh, he didn't oh, he didn't. In Formula None, if the racing team decides they want to save weight by taking the seatbelt, they should be allowed to do it. I was watching a video with the uh, Red Bull version of the Halo with the screen. Oh, yes. Thoroughly disappointed because the big thing about the screen was is that it had screen. And therefore, there was nothing in the way to impede your sight, except the ones that they're actually using in IndyCars, designed by Red Bull, have the centre pillar and the screen. Right. Yeah, well, don't do that. I mean, there is an advantage. The massive uh, smash in the face, a word accident, yes, where that, yeah. that bit of suspension hitting wouldn't have happened. It would have hit the screen. So, okay, fair enough, whatever. But what's the point of having that? But that's why he. That's why he has. That's why they wear crash helmets and hit him in the head. He was fine. Well, it wasn't really because it kind of smashed his crash helmet to bits. <laughs> but that's what it's for. He wasn't going to use it again. He can buy another one. That's why they went. I mean, yeah, but, okay. But the, the, the little problem was is that in the process of smashing the helmet, his face also got quite damaged. Well, it wasn't that bad. Was it? I mean, he was racing again later that year. Yeah, sure. I mean, Dangerous. Best cross button to end. If we're going to do Formula None, it should be back to the 50s where they don't wear anything and they've got no seatbelts. And if they come off the Absolutely. Bike. And if they want to sit in the fuel tank, just make a sort of aluminium fuel tank and they sit in it, if that's what they want to do, the drivers don't have to do it. I mean, we're not, we're not going to get prison. What position did you come in? About not quite halfway up. I was 12. Oh, no, I was at one point, I was down in 15. And I got past you at Pharrell. Oh. And it was Ronaldo racing. And I got, I got, and yeah, I was beginning to get into it. <laughs> you get new faces. You're better than David Pharrell. Is that a yeah. Well, virtual David Pharrell. <laughs> better than computer. Like in the same way that in the game I played, I was better than virtual Schumacher. Ah, right. Okay. Not really better. <laughs> but it is good. You've got to get this. This is amazing. Because um, it's it's so, it's much more like, you know, I, the reason why I spun uh, on that first corner was because I changed. Yeah, but I also, I, 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 I changed down coming in one of the corners and I shouldn't have done. I should have just. You crashed into somebody. That was the main reason. I just stayed, stayed in the high gear, settled the car. 
Yeah, I agree. I think the you crashed into the other car was what unsettled the car. Yeah, I think so. It's like if I got hit at the back on the M1 in my car once and the car's written off, but it wasn't because I changed gear, it's because someone hit the back of the car. So if you change gear in, on the M1 and you accidentally go into first, that would unsettle the car. It, 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 it might, but at the same time, if you got hit in the back by a, a minicab, then that's probably more likely what destroyed the car. Yeah. You've seen that footage of that truck pushing the car along and it didn't know it's there. Yeah, it happens quite a lot. Just it's like. Yeah. Uh, um, playback screen change car. Change. Oh, you can change camera angles. You can do. I'm just trying to um, set it up. Highlight saved. Oh. Yeah, this is like having footage of the garage, isn't it? <laughs> oh, an error has occurred. So right, you, you need. This is the car sim and race driver show. You need to tell everyone what this game is, why it's so special, how much it costs, how they can get it, and why it's better than Grand. Sports Turismo, whatever it is, Grand Turismo it Sport. Was, it was thirty four ninety nine. I got yep. it from Amazon, um, and it's, everyone's been raging about it because it's never been on console before. It's been on available on PC, um, ah. but the last, the, the original game, Assetto Corsa, um, has lots of different types of cars on it. This is only a fit. This is kind of the official um, game for the GT Blanc Plain Championship. So all right. the kind of GT three cars, you get all the up to date drivers, and you can pretty much jump in and drive the good thing is it doesn't take there's not a huge uh, downloadable content on it um so in terms of to get it set up it was about i think was it nine and a half gigabytes so it didn't take very long to upload it just about 10 minutes <coughs> and then that's you ready to go other than setting up a few different things if you've got a steering wheel and pedals um it's brilliant um it's great fun and it really works and there's lots of different you know you can do all the races that are on the calendar um, oh. You could be any different driver, um, and then of course it's got a very good multiplayer. And the crucial thing about multiplayer on this is that they'll probably be doing a lot more, um, uh, you know, international virtual races. And they use, a, as I said, a set of course a competition as the main game. So if you right. want to, to to practice on this, then it, it will help you um, for being able to maybe take part in other races and other championships that come along uh, with the new virtual series and things like that. Um, and it's just really good. It's it's much more. I mean, like the, they've got like Silverstone, Great Britain, on a wet track. I mean, that would be something else, you know. Um, is, has Silverstone ever been seen in the dry? I'm not sure. It's basically either way. <laughs> I saw it in the dry once. Did you? Yeah. Seventy six. Seventy six. No, it was when the Schumacher crashed. Uh, it still really slid off and smashed into something, but that was for another reason. But it was it was dry. I remember. It was in the, the dry, wasn't the wet. He must have changed the gear. The funny no, thing is, uh, his brakes went bang. You know, ah. you've, you've got a public multiplayer that I think can be, can be back on, um, and you can, they will allow you to play. But if you want the competition server, you've actually got to be pretty good. So you've got to in, increase your sports. Uh, you it's can't just go in and go, so I don't know how like, you super license points. Yeah, well, that looks I, pretty good to me. I think you're pretty good. But um, so yeah, I think I can go on like the quick join one and then try that. But there's is 130 it, servers, only 124 players to be fair. Um, so is, it, is that cheaper than doing the real thing in real life? By quite a bit. That's <laughs> by, and what would the budget be for the real one? Probably half a million quid or a million quid. If someone was thinking about the real thing or the sim, basically the, the cost is a lot less. Yeah. Yes, of course. Okay. 
and uh, <laughs> and it is really good. It's it's really involving, um, and and it's great fun. And you know, obviously, you can do lots of practice. Uh, you can try different uh, different cars and so on, all from the GT3 Championship. He's getting some information for us. Here comes information. Stand by for information. So, but I, I just I have to say, it's good fun. And then obviously, you can do quick race modes. Um, you can. Uh, they put me down as a as a blooming beginner, of buggers. Well, according to Googly, uh, Google, uh, Google, in uh, 2018, right, so the end of 2018, they reckoned you could buy a racing GT3 racing sports car for half a million dollars. Right. That's that's just buying the car. Oh. Uh, And then I suppose it's got to add a few bits like tyres. You need some petrol. Does that come with tyres? Uh, I think there must be some ties on it. Has it got full, full service history on that? So I, mean, I would it... imagine it's brand new. That's brand new, right? Yes. Okay. You, you okay. would probably have to have a spanner. A spanner, yeah, yeah. A spanner Would that come in at about four nine nine a month for that? Or... Um, <laughs> I would imagine it would probably come at five pounds, seven p, two and threepence. Uh, well, I think. When I spoke to David oh, Perel before, you can buy yourself a seat. You know, like you can if you've got a bit of money. You can. Yeah. Certain, certain teams will let you race. <laughs> well, well, with Lance like Stroll and Nicholas Latifi in the F1 grid, no yeah. Sherlock. <laughs> Considering <laughs> Nicholas Latifi's dad now owns 10% of uh, McLaren, <laughs> yeah, Lance no, Stroll's no. dad owns an entire team. <laughs> yeah. This is why we need Formula None. And then Formula Woke will, will die on the vine because no one wants to watch all these kids. You want to watch the rich kids get killed and just explode <laughs> in an extraordinary way. Exactly. Just see a billionaire's son destroyed. That's right. That's right. Lance Stroll was vaporized today when his. <laughs> his billionaires, this is like two broke girls, but not as good because one of them is a billionaire's daughter that loses all the money and then becomes a waitress. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, yeah, so, so you can just you imagine the equivalent of the. So, how much do you buy the seat cost then, Hugh? When you say you don't just get the seat. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it's probably into the tens of thousands, I would have thought. Because, similarly, I mean, for example, if you a few years ago, you could, buy, you could have bought yourself oh, right. touring cars for six. I mean, if you wanted to race like, Hill. In a radical SR3, tens of thousands. Oh, no, you no I mean. pay a bit more than improper racing. That's very right. Like, of championship that you enter but if it's like for example british touring cars you could actually race at the time for mg and it was only about six thousand pounds as long as you were journeying pounds to have a seat in the british touring car championship for a year it, no that's just for a day <laughs> <laughs> that was for a day but what a day quite good fun because you could you could as long as you got the right to the accident you caused that will be on clips for years to come <laughs> You just, well, yeah, you just take out the entire field. <laughs> so and you, just, to, you just smash up an MGZS or something anyway, don't you? So, I mean, it was wrecked anyway. They've got the worst track here ever, which is Paul Ricard, the new one on, on this one. You know, we, we're normally in Formula Ooh, 1. Yes, it's the most awful. boring track in the world. And all it is is these horrendous blue and red lines everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, black, so you don't know where the corners are. It's kind of, well, it's a kind of Look, there's a lot of advantages to Paul Ricard. You know where you can get some decent baguettes and uh, some milk. 
and cheese. Because it, it, boulangerie. Well, it's there, isn't it? It's a supermarket car park, as we all know. Oh, is that it's the there. right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the the car for. And the blue bit to where they put the trolleys, where there's no race on. Is that what it is? At the trolley park. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and when they do the cards this year, no, they will do the two races and they move the trolleys with the people uh, yeah. to make a new track. No. Le, le chicken is le nouveau circuit. Nouveau oh. chicken. Oui. Uh, uh, English say cheese. La ouais, la plage. <laughs> J'habite à La Rochelle. Oh, well, that's the American one, isn't it? What's the French one? J'aime la music. The thing is, on this one, like unlike other games, you have to have you know like things like Gran Turismo. You can have like um, you can also have, I, I think, Hugh, you don't drink very much. You should get a couple of beers, Dan, you. And do definitely it. should get some beer. That, that would make it more entertaining. What you can't do in the Blanc Pain Championship is drive while three times the limit. <laughs> so really, during times of lockdown... You think it might improve things? I agree. I completely agree with John. There's, this is an opportunity to do things no one ever does. Um, <laughs> it is. Probably no. because of the reason it was never done. Oh, but that's just... Whatever it is, they should all have to take alcohol so they're exactly twice the legal limit and then just go, and that's it. Besides, it's only fair. I've made a fool of myself with alcohol on this show now, it's your turn, yeah, exactly. Um, they've actually got well, would you believe it today? I don't normally have any drink, at no, time. I wouldn't. Um, but um, they have uh, Yvonne got us this thing. What's the cheap name for um. Yeah. But it is got a alcohol. Perry? Four percent alcohol. A Perry? Oh, I need to get a baby voice. shirt. Probably similar to something. Is it like a baby shirt? Did, did you say? Bucks do you want a baby shirt? Bucks fizz. That's what it was. That's Bucks not champagne. That's champagne and orange mixed. Yeah. That's what it was. So I, I did actually. I did have one of those, and I never, I never know. I had a. It was so bitter, it was horrible. Um, but um, what are you drinking? Poof stuff like that for. <laughs> it's got to be single malt and it's got to just dissolve your insides and it's no, no good. So I haven't that, but only at literally a mouthful. Yeah. Even, even you started drinking during lockdown. We are in danger now. That's the, If you're drinking box fizz, <laughs> the, the, the drink of hen nights alongside Prosecco. <laughs> I mean, really, when I found out that one of my wife's favourite drinks was uh, Lambrusco. I should have really known him, just ran then. Um, but, you know, I was stupid. Still am, really. So this Lambrusco, is, is that, that wine that's sort of 7% alcohol? That... Yeah, it's like three quid for a litre bottle. Um, it is actually cheaper than Screenwash. Because it oh, won't yeah. be Probably good yeah. January minus five. It's got it is actually cheaper. I mean, it's like um, when people buy, I don't understand why people buy teachers or, or um, bells 
because if there wasn't antifreeze or uh, white spirit, it's cheaper in being cute. Yeah, you can just buy it. And also, you can use it to do your paintbrushes. If you're doing some gloss painting, then you, it'll clean your brushes and also you can have a little nip at the end of the day. Well, uh, no, don't. Oh, you mean the white spirit? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in there. Yeah, no, 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 oh, no. You don't want to kill yourself. I think we're racing again here. Oh, he's off, is he? Oh, he's going to the no right. He's at the Red Bull he's ring. Not kill. That's not, not kill, isn't it? No, I'm at Brands Hatch, uh, the big sign. Oh, Brands Hatch! Not sure about that line. That's Here we come. You, you know you get early apex, you get late apex, but that was a no apex. This is a good I'm time for Rock Hill. Would, do you know what I'd like to see, and I doubt if they do it on this? Him doing truck racing on this. Truck racing, if you yeah. had a crash, you just go through the entire grandstand. Well, that's what Barry Sheen did after he retired from motorcycle racing, wasn't it? Now, I have made it slightly easier, and I'm amazed actually. You're cheating, you're cheat mode. <laughs> I just think you can only turn it down a few points, but obviously, they're no, not anywhere near as good. But oh dear, well recovered. <laughs> He's coming into Duffer's dip now at Knock Hill. Just missed the apex, but he's recovered well. He's braking. He's turning left. He's accelerating again. He's still accelerating. <laughs> still accelerating. He's going to brake soon. He's braking. He's oh, turning right. Into thingy. He's accelerating. He's accelerating. He's turning slightly right. He's accelerating. He's changed gear. That previous corner, the last two corners, my favourite thing about that is watching oh it might be this corner actually no it's this corner is um back in the day watching the old 500s with barry sheen on it going around there at a 60 degree angle <laughs> and you're thinking that's physics at work centrifugal centripetal oh! lucky it's dry there Hugh, on the grass you got away with it It's really reactive. It's quite hard to. It's like a metropolitan policeman driving away from the scene of the crime. <laughs> I've never seen the police move so fast in the wrong direction. He's turning right. So, John, while we're, yeah. while we're uh, watching um, Jeremy Clarkson here, yes, uh, and Captain Slow and all that kind of stuff on online, what have you been up to? What's been happening? Have you got anything what interesting to? Yeah, I've been around and about a bit, down to London, up to Edinburgh. Of course, you, you're on lockered down now. You because don't have I'm, to... Because because like, I, I have got the... I've got the cheat code of life, because I can Ooh. go where I like. <coughs> Great. So, I, was, I was kind of hoping it just because you'd become the chief advisor to the Tory party and you could just go anywhere. Yeah, was, one of the best things I've heard in a long time is I wanted to test my eyesight by loading the car with a family and driving to the end of the country. It's I like good, that. isn't it? It's, it, it, it's very good. In fact, I bought some brew dog beer called the Barnard Castle Eye Test. It is. <laughs> so, they ran out on the first... Oh, that was good. And uh, all, the, all the profits go to make hand job the NHS. This is a method they could start using in the uh, in the um, airplane industry, you know, in, in, in your profession. Yeah, absolutely. Test. How's your eyes? Are you colour blind? How's your reactions? 
let's give you a load of drink, put you yeah. in an airplane filled with people, and fly to Tenerife. That if you're still alive at the end of it. How many runways can you see? Are we going to land on the one on the left or one on the right? I mean, then you've got, you've got difficulties like Heathrow where there are two runways. So you might see four if you cross our or something. So, yeah, not recommended. No, it reminds me of the very first episode of Cabin Impression where, you know, at the beginning they have a bit of a cabin address thing in every yeah. episode. And he's he saying, because the, 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 the captain have been playing a game called how many, how many whiskies can we have? And still fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of these two runways. Tonight. We'll be landing just as soon as I've decided which one of these two runways to aim for. Geronimo! <laughs> <laughs> and there's the other one where he goes, um, uh, Martin um, lands the plane really badly, just like four goes and then slams it down. And he goes, <laughs> a firm landing is a safe landing because if that happened any further, we'd all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Douglas says, well, you know what they say, a good landing is one you can walk away from. A great landing is one where you can use the plane afterwards. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've used all these techniques. Oh, yeah. 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 That's everything I know about flying to get off that show. We call no, it a, a Boeing landing is when you slot it off. A Boeing? A Boeing landing? A Boeing landing, yeah. Is it, why, why is that? Is there a reason? Well, because the, the manufacturers don't recommend that you float them down the runway to make it smooth. They recommend that you plonk it on. Really? Oh, he was right. Oh, he says you hit it further. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, because Whoa. the runway behind you isn't a lot of use. So you want to get the wheels and the tarmac so you can put the brakes on. Oh, so it's like get contact as soon as possible. Yeah. So we can't space shuttle like you're at Canaveral, wherever they get their land. Yeah. Also, if you're too smooth with the aeroplane, the air ground sensor doesn't always register that you've landed. It, won't be <laughs> it does eventually. <laughs> <laughs> So the technology doesn't recognise you on the ground well, it, it if you're too gentle with it. But it, can it's like the equivalent of banging a dial, isn't it? It's got it, the wheels have to spin up to a certain speed, but also the compression register that is on the ground. So if you're just floating along, the wheel can spin up, but you haven't actually compressed the gear, so it doesn't know it's on the ground. Unless it thinks it's on the ground, the ground spoilers won't come up. So in a way, you're better just to get it on. Then the airplane is. Sure, where it is. Oh, it, we have landed. It's, oh, it's fine. It's not a problem at Heathrow or something, but if you're at Aberdeen on a wet night with the runway is 5,000 feet long and the aeroplane takes 2,000 feet to decide whether it's on the ground or not, all of a sudden the red lights again runway seem quite quite close. Yeah. What's that, there's that amazing runway in Nepal, isn't there? Is it in Nepal? The one that's like up a mountain and then the yeah. end of it's the mountain. That's up from If you're landing, you've got a huge mountain in the way. And if you're taking off, you've got a huge lack of mountain in the way. Yeah, that, that's but better. By the way, you really want to be doing something. You do, but lack of mountains in front of you is generally better than mountains in front of you with aeroplanes. You don't want to see mountains. <laughs> well, that, it worked for James Bond, didn't it? That runway actually has a, a, a corner in it as well. A what, what? It has a corner in it. What? Yeah, it's, it has the corner right at the beginning. So on the slow part, when you're accelerating, you have to turn right. 
So it's like powering out of the corner. So just like he's about to now, powering out of that corner. You have to steer the aeroplane onto the main bit of runway. It's only the end bit, which has a corner in it, but it's quite a significant corner, maybe 20 degrees. So you have to take the turn as you're accelerating. But at relatively low speed, you can turn quite easily on the aeroplane. So okay. we, we have been joined by a Brian J. Holmes, who says, evening, guys. Hello, Brian J. Holmes. Nice well, to well, see Brian you. Was a lovely chap. Brian was the chap who helped me get um, my uh, G29 wheel working again. Because ah, I he gave, you, gave you the parts. He gave me the, the power thing because I nearly blew myself up with the old one. Well, as you can see, Brian, it's working fine. As basically, you and I are having a nice chat while Hugh plays video games. Yeah, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Cheers, mate. You lovely bloke. This reminded my son that likes to have people watch him play games. So I used to have to sit in his bedroom and watch him play on his Xbox. The uh, trouble was... is with this is it's not like a first action shooter. I can't see Hugh get attacked. It's just a track going by. It might as well be watching yeah. the track. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen, what's that? Do you remember that years ago they had that? Um, oh, on a steam train. And is it London to Brighton on the steam train? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh it. and it's speeded up or something. Yeah, black and white. Well, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Hugh, this isn't very interesting. <laughs> um, this is not a prepubescence YouTube channel. It, it was it was better when you were racing. We could have I mean, a lot. Sarah Silverman has got Call of Duty on Twitch, and she's more interested than this. And all she does, well, actually, she's quite interested because she swears a lot. Did you win? Well, it's because we weren't putting you off. This is, I suppose, we should have been, but we were just. We, I, I was learning about racing. I'm not sure this is the best. The best kind of entertainment here, if I'm honest, for, for the listeners. We've been on here for 50 minutes. <laughs> you just been any more F1 news? Let's talk about. Let's talk about something. While he's doing that, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like how can I put it? Uh, it's like cricket. Uh, maybe not cricket because I, I don't mind if you took some beers along. A nice day out, live cricket. Watching it on telly is possibly the most boring thing after football i wouldn't mind playing it whacking them all around sitting in the sitting in the sun and all around having drinks having having lunch having possibly not very well done (laughs) that was fascinating anyway We've, uh, as everything, absolutely everything, Hollywood, Formula One, everything, the BBC, ITV, even ITV, you've got that Susanna Reid and Piers Morgan talking Cosmo, who well know that she always said, anyway. What's going to happen, in my opinion, is the whole world is going to end and implode because of the most ridiculously stupid. I mean, the whole of the Hollywood film industry is going to die because all the films that have come out are all trying to teach us something. Yeah, yeah. It's like public service announcements for morons. Um, I was watching this uh, mad Scottish guy called the Critical Drinker, if you ever want to look him up on YouTube. 
uh, who he has two characters. His his real name's something Coleman, and he he actually writes books and and he he does reviews of films, and then he pretends to be drunk or maybe he is drunk, and he does comedy reviews of films, and he has a particular opinion of these woke films, like the one I was looking at earlier, and I didn't agree with everything he said. The one I was looking at earlier was the new remake film with Elizabeth Banks of Charlie's Angels, which lost hundreds of millions of pounds. Now, I really liked Elizabeth Banks from Pitch Perfect and, and uh, Miri and Zach make a porno, which is funny. There's some funny films she's in, but she's turned into a feminist warrior now. And, oh, and she no. even went on Instagram, I, I ditched her on Instagram, because even on Instagram she said, if men don't watch this film, it's because they're sexist. Oh, oh right. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's before it even came out. And then nobody watched it anyway. And then nobody watched it because it was terrible. <laughs> and it was uh, only, because, only because you're sexist, you you think that clearly. Yeah, got an emotional blackmail. So violence uh, is violence. Change happening instead of dealing with real issues and having everyone just be decent people and getting on. Uh, they're, they're trying to teach us how awful we are. Uh, yeah. for being alive and breathing. Um, I'm so sorry that the accident of my birth isn't racially and sexually acceptable, but apparently that isn't racism or sexism at all, and me saying that is really sexist. I so, think it's pretty terrible that you were born Caucasian in a Caucasian country. Oh, the lack of melanin in my skin by being born where I am. I think um, being born in Northern Europe with white skin is just not acceptable. I must be. A Nazi because I was accidentally born into a working class family with no money. Oh, um, no. and white and male. So I mean, yeah. And, and having spent a lifetime trying to be kind to people and treating people decently, uh, definitely, definitely sexist. Yeah. Uh, so, what yeah. do you think? Um, going back to my wonderful racing there. Um, oh, sorry, we, was, we saw something oh, going on with you. What was that? <laughs> that, was, that was the that was the podium finish, but it didn't look what, very happy. Were you in? Were you in? I'm sorry, but were you in the V10 version? You came, you, you came Because if you no, were, that was the previous race. The second, yeah, the when second you had it, then you you turned it down to basically retard level. When you were driving into the walls, you knew something bad would come from us watching those virtual races. You saw them all cutting the corners, and you saw George Russell smashing people off the track, and you thought, well, if it works for them, it works for me. I didn't cut any corners. I was quite good. I was quite reasonable on that one. Yeah, the one you lost. You've only got 20 points that you can turn it down on. You put the regression down. because normally it's Yeah, that's yeah I thought it could go down to bit, or zero to zero. Um, but uh, but that's when you're racing against a motability scooter. <laughs> you know, but... Um, <laughs> you were racing against motability scooters. <laughs> um, you anyway, yeah. over 80-year-olds on motability scooters, and then you won. <laughs> Oh, I do those blue things, the two-stroke engine in the front, like a really bad version of a Robin Reliant. How can you make the a Robin Reliant? Yeah. How can you make a Robin Reliant worse? But they managed it. Yeah. And they put some poor sod in it that's already injured or disabled, and they want to try and kill him in that. Now they get a BMW X5. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have the blue thing, to be honest with you. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so what do you think? <laughs> Say, though, that game is good, and we are part of the Car 7 Race Driver Show after all. So it's oh, really? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Um, now, I will try and figure out the way to get it to stream so I can actually do a live stream properly from the PlayStation, um, of, and, I'll, and I'll put uh, the games that I'll be playing on that, things like that. 
um, and also a lot maybe Formula One and assess of course the competition. But the thing is, you can't just do normal races. You've got to actually be quite good before they let you do it. You know, you've got to get up to standard. So we'll wait and see how you get on, John. I think I'd probably be more entertaining, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. The language would be a bit fruity, and I'd be just ramming people. <laughs> wacky races. You could do an assessor course a version of wacky races. Can you get any dragons sticking out of the top of the cars? Because that's right. Really Professor Thingamajig, he was good. Muttley and um, Arthur Lee racing around with knives on the wheels. Two people from Norfolk and they can be the Cavemen Brothers. The Cavemen Brothers? You know, there were two Cavemen and they were in a Cavemen car, a lot of the Flintstones. In the Wacky Races. Is that oh, a lot of caves in Norfolk? Is that, is that... Come on, it's Norfolk. Embreeding. <laughs> I don't think they have cars up no. there, do they? <laughs> no, no, you've got like horses. <laughs> you've got like ponies and little things oh, like that. He is from Norfolk, isn't he? Gosh. Yeah, quite, I think. Oh, uh, yes, but he's. he's, he's is Lando Norris? I think Lando Norris is also from thereabouts. I think he was. Bristol. Yeah. They make lotuses there as well. Norfolk, also known as Bristol. <laughs> now, have you seen the latest picture? Now, there's two pictures in there, John, but what have you seen? <clears> one of the other ones I've just put up. Is that Putin? No. <laughs> from Putin. No, I'm not. Is it the good guess? <laughs> it's is it Vera Duckworth no, and no, Alf Garnet? Up, up, that one. Oh, uh, is that the leader of Saudi Arabia? What do they call him? <laughs> Shake, yeah. rattle and roll. Think motorsport. Shake, rattle and roll. <laughs> oh, it's Jimmy Clark, isn't it? It's Jimmy Clark and Ayrton Senna. It was a oh, did they, did, did they I'm me? sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I had to say the right answer. It's, it's <laughs> but there you have it. Yeah, so that's one of the new ones that I just got. Were they together? Did they ever meet? No, uh, no, they didn't. It's in black and white. Were they alive at the same time? They no. Might have <laughs> no, he died. He died in 1968. So Ayrton Senna would have been eight years old. So probably would have been go-karting. Yeah, they could have met him. They could be there. But he would have heard of him. He would have heard of him. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, definitely. Definitely. definitely would have heard of him. Well, Senna, Jim Clark was Senna's hero. That's why he came to Duns, to go to the Jim Clark room way back in 1991 and 92. Well, they're both very good. Yeah. Um, well, they were both legends uh, at the end of the day. But that is, of course, the title. Now, we are currently sitting at 45 subscribers, so it's definitely going You up. might have gone down a bit, this podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> You're down at 35 now. <laughs> Maybe I should check. But, uh, well, poor old Brian, he's dropped dead. He hasn't said anything since he said good evening. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, so that was the thing. So when we get to a thousand, we are going to be right there. And maybe perhaps when I start streaming my games, people will be actually interested. And there'll be one thing that I'm sure will keep them. Well, I think you need to race a bit. If you're just at the front, you might as well be getting on the M6. Hmm. Oh, no, maybe you can go down the M6. I won't be maybe that will allow you to go down the M6. And you can. <gasps> oh, I've got a much better idea. Never mind that rubbish thing. What's that game I like? Uh, Burnout. Oh, Paradise yeah. City. That's where you are smashing into things, and also it's like death race, but with slow mos. No, that'd be ace. You play that. Why don't you Grand Theft Auto? Then you can sort of run over prostitutes. That kind of thing without any yeah. shooting. There's no shooting involved. It's just the driving. Yeah. I actually quite enjoyed watching that when a mate of mine played it on his Xbox. Well, let me play. We've got an extra subscriber. Oh. We have got forty-six. Off <gasps> 
It's um, it's Susanna Breed. Uh, who's decided... carrying now? That's it. You've been cancelled. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> We've got a... one. I told you the gaming thing would work. Woke, woke <laughs> guided missile heading for each one of our homes. Well, let's hope it's a drone, you know. <laughs> well, she does tend to. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, it's, oh, and of course, we haven't What's even talked about it. I just want to check. We haven't even talked about the start of Formula One, which is Austria. Just yes, a week we've been away. racing your car for the last 45 minutes. Here's, here's yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'd have remembered, if, if I'd been able to remember that Formula One was starting in the middle of watching your FSO Polonaise lose, yeah. if you'd had an FSO Polonaise, right, you would have done better because there were really good bumpers on them to push people out of the way. So, um, uh, What's his name? Gunter. Gunter Steiner, who we love. Yep. Stop fighting! Has said it would be really good having two races in Italy to have like a reverse something and then we could try reverse grits. <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> yeah. No, I just... He'd no, be on the position for the second race. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be behind the Williams. <laughs> no, the Williams are going to beat them this week. Yeah, they have got a good car this year. Honestly, it's a much better chassis, and you know they've got they've got thingy. Who they sold it to? Williams. Uh, well, they're trying to sell it, and uh, uh, Nick Latifi's dad's got ten percent of it, is it? Or is it McLaren who's got ten percent of? It? No, he's got ten percent of McLaren, but he. Right interested in possibly buying some more there is a rumor which may mean it's rubbish because it's a rumor and you're not gonna like so who do you think might have a good chance of winning a week on sunday well you've got a fancy Verstappen because he's a bit yeah. of an arse and thinks he's gonna win again i think lewis hamilton because their I car think... is so much better they've got the das mm -hmm. And they've sorted out the cooling for the engine, which is what they had a problem with last time. Last two times, they have sorted it out. I think. has won the last two races there. But there's two races, of course, coming up. So it's going to be one after the other, you know, back to back, which is great. Um, I think with Vettel, I just think he might just pull it off. He might just manage it, you know. And if there's any coming togethers with uh, Hamilton and Verstappen, I just wonder whether he might take another title. I just have a feeling he might just manage it. I think it would be a major mistake to discount Ferrari yeah, because yeah. They're, they're, they obviously they've, they've had time to work out what wasn't so good about their car, as they all have. You know, they've all got upgrades coming from the testing they did and the, the time they've had in the factory. So that's why we're doing that. And, um, yeah, I think they'll be, with, with all this talk about them being the third team now, I wonder, yeah, it's a mistake to just discount Ferrari. I think uh, Matteo Benotto is um, a canny lad. I don't think it's as stupid as some of the other ones, like Arriva yeah. Bene. Arriva Bene was just a burk. I'm not sure if they would sandbag so much, but I do think Ferrari, are, they, they weren't too far away last year. It was only a little bit. And in some cases, they were actually ahead, but they made poor strategy decisions. And that's what um, lost them Lost, yeah, and also their two drivers very helpfully smashed into each other or anybody else that was around. Yeah, but you see, they're all still saying that Leclerc's is the next big thing, you know, in terms of, you know, very, very good. And I do think he is good, but I'm not sure if he's as good as Verstappen. Well, um, well, well one of the um, 
Poles was asking whether he's he's the next Schumacher. You know, they always want to know is he the next Schumacher? Like Schumacher is the next Prost, and you know, yeah. right. no, he's not. He's good. He's fast, but he's yeah. not Schumacher. Schumacher had a very specific set of attitudes, focus, and talents to go along with the fact that he was fast and consistent. Yeah. Yeah. in terms of pulling a team together. And the question that was being asked was, will he pull, will the, uh, uh, Charles Leclerc pull the team together like Schumacher did? Not a chance, no. Sch Schumacher came into the sport and within half a year was in a top team. He came into Jordan and was doing ridiculous things in that car other people couldn't do. And he had the mouse to pull a bunch of people together that, made an amazing team and then when he moved to ferrari he did the same again now he wasn't the whole story people at the time were talking about how he brought the team around him he did in his capacity as the main driver and the focus of attention but he yeah. brought people into it you know jean todd you know ross braun you know, rory Byrne, and he, he cemented the team with them charles leclerc is a kid that's been employed by ferrari to drive fast that's it he's not the maker of it. drivers were the ones that sort of had to fight a bit on the way through. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. they maybe didn't come from money. They they had to fight. They had to bring people together, persuade people to work with them, bring teams together. And I do think that the kids like Leclerc, as you said, he's probably fast in his own right. But to be that kind of amazing character that can inspire people to invest in you, to allow you to drive their cars when you're some kid from a, an estate in Germany or wherever Schumacher came from. I think it does take someone a bit more special to bring to be that that kind of driver. That's just yeah, absolutely. I mean, look look at Senna, the force of will and character of that guy, and even he lost teams because they couldn't cope with him. He, he didn't yeah. bring teams together. He demanded stuff of them. He was an incredibly strong character, uh, and his talent as a driver helped immensely. I mean, you know, you didn't just discount the guy. But how many more championships would he have in the same way that Alonso? How many more championships would he have if he was the kind of person that didn't divide the team yeah. and brought them together instead? I mean, that's yeah. one of the, the big questions. You know, although Senna had the terrible start and obviously that you know never made it through the 94 season, but if he had, you know, he was in pole position on, on at, at Emila um, and was in the lead at the time. And I think, I don't know whether he would have won that race because Schumacher was very close behind him, but maybe if it had good reliability and kept it, it would have been a, probably a very close season. And you kind of wonder, eventually, maybe as Senna got used to that car, would he have been able to make more of it and, and maybe battle for the championship and, and eventually win it? And you've got to think as well, where would he have gone after Williams? Would he have stayed there a year or two or would he have gone on somewhere else? There was always rumours that when he redid his contracts, he would send a copy of his contract to Ferrari and say, that's who I've signed with this time. But, you know, I will eventually. You know, I mean, could you imagine someone, a character like Ayrton Senna, Driving at Ferrari would have been yeah, in, in the nineties. It would have been quite. It would have been amazing, but he wouldn't have won any more championships with them. The only reason why Ferrari was so dominant is because Schumacher went there, yeah. and the whole team changed. They haven't won a race since oh, seventy nine. Yeah, there was an immediate change as soon as Schumacher and Ross Brawn went there. Immediate yeah. change. He was. He was able to drive. I mean, Senna would have made, made a lot out of the car because he was another one of these amazing drivers that could yeah. outperform the car. He could get more out of the car. You know, he, he flattered the car, didn't he? Uh -huh. um, whereas it's like um, my understanding of, of 
Lewis Hamilton compared with Jensen Button. Jensen Button, brilliant strategist, really looked after the tyres, and I think Lewis learned an enormous amount from the guy when he was in McLaren yeah. with him. But when the car was perfect and set up brilliantly for Jensen Button, he was as fast as Lewis. When the car wasn't so good, Lewis was off into the distance because he could drive around the problems. You know, and that was yeah. a Schumacher trait as well. It was a Senna trait. It was a Jackie Stewart trait. The ones that could alter their style, alter their driving to fit what they had, the machinery they had. Um, yeah. Mansell, for example, he just bludgeoned the car into submission, didn't he? He's kind yeah. of like... Yeah. But he was great to watch, though. Great. I mean, phenomenal to watch. Whenever he had a chance... Similar sort of thing, but with a slightly there. different angle on how he did it. He wasn't finesse so much as just sheer... But Brute force. I think that one of the first races was at Brazil or somewhere, or Mexico. It was one of the first races that Mansell um, raced for Ferrari, and nobody expected them. Nobody even expected the car to finish, even the first few laps. It was that unreliable. I don't think it, they, they had a terrible testing uh, type in pre, you know, uh, before the championship started, and he ended up. I don't know if he got pole position, but he got a reasonable bit on the grid, and he won the race. Um, it was, I think, the first race when they had semi-automatic gearboxes at Ferrari. Oh, okay. they, they, they brought that out. Um, and he won it, and I, I don't think he ever won a race. I think the only other race he won was Hungary that year. I think that okay. was it was either nineteen eighty nine, I think it was, um, and that was the year because the McLarens were incredibly strong. Um, but on his first on his first race for Ferrari, he won. Um, so of course that set the Tifosi um, absolutely crazy, and, and that's why they called him the Il Leone, uh, which was the lion. Um, you know, and well, that was I mean, that's a fair, it's a fair description. I mean, going yeah. back to the Schumacher Senna. You know, the year that he died. I don't I don't know very much about Ayrton Senna, really. You know, I, I've picked up a lot of stuff over the years, but um, I've not studied him, him or Prost particularly, well. But for sure, to use the F1 term, Schumacher would not be a seven-time world champion if Senna had not died that year. Not yeah. a chance. I mean, Senna would have gotten at least one more championship, at least one more, and yeah. Schumacher would not have got... Yeah, seven. Seven. yeah, he would have got a number, it might have been four, it might have been five, who knows? But it, it, it wouldn't it would... have got seven because he. So, you saw him uh, messing around with the steering on the Williams the night before the race, did you? He was in there with a <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen all the documentaries, and the documentaries all talk about how worried. Senna was about Schumacher and how... <clears throat> yeah, with a traction control issue. That was yeah. a... Um, well, no, just the word, the fact that this fast kid was up his back end, yeah. you know. So he was pushing on those outlaps. I mean, some of the, some of the theories are that the tyres went up to temperature and it bottomed out in the, on the fast corners and stuff like this. No, mm -hmm. you know the ones I mean? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The theories. But he was definitely trying to do what he always did which is stamp his authority on the race and he was doing that by going really really fast so yeah it makes well, me laugh when people say oh no 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 he, he wouldn't have taken risks ridiculous all f1 drivers all fast f1 drivers the whole point of that sport the whole game is that you are on the edge every lap every corner yeah. you're going as fast as you possibly can that is actually the point yeah. that, that's what people don't get if going 90% of the full speed of the car is relatively easy. It's getting that last few yeah. hundredths of well, a second. You know? I remember Senna had got three pole positions in that year. Okay. Uh, Brazil uh, and Japan and Imola, he was on pole position. Um, and to get out of a car that was really dodgy to drive um, was something else, you know. So yeah. it showed you just how good he was 
at driving around without problems and been able to just do it, you know. Real, real yeah. talent, real talent. And you can see that in those famous races where he's driving around, a bit like a Verstappen in Brazil that year, uh, yeah. driving around people in the wet in a bad car, like they're oh, standing yeah. still and, they're, and everyone's sort of looking at him going, what? Has he got different tyres on? Is he, is he sort of like sort of maglev? What, yeah. what is and that? And that amazing race that we saw at Donington in 1993, which was, you know, he started off fifth, he was down to seventh by the first corner, and then he was up to first by the end of the first lap. That was um, a wet, it was, wet race? Was that, that? Well, it was dry at the time, but it was wet and dry the whole time. It had damp patches all over the place, and the, and the weather changed right the way through the race. Um, but in, we, where we saw him, we were at the old hairpin. I think it was the old hairpin, or the loop, the Donington loop um, at the chicane. And he had just overtaken Damon Hill, um, and he was catching up to Prost. And then we saw him go down into the distance. And as he went around the hairpin, he went past Prost. So he came back up and he was in the lead of the race. And the crowd just went crazy uh, because they'd just driven past everybody. Um, and then we knew we were in for a special race uh, when it was going to be like that. And we saw Schumacher actually go off at the, at the chicane that we were at. He went off into the gravel. Um, mm. And that was him out of the race. Um, so it was it, yeah, yeah. a very tricky piece of track there. Oh, um, Brundle said but, about uh, uh, his ability in the wet is he just seemed to know where the grip was. He had this kind uh, of sixth, sixth sense of knowing where the grip on the track would be. Uh, and he, he, he went there. And so there was grip. It was unfortunate because of the, the weather and the things at the time that they didn't allow you to go into the track, unlike they did at Silverstone. Because I think if we had been able to, you know, we weren't that far away from the last corner, we were just going to have a cross. And if they'd allowed us onto the track, we could have run round and we could have seen the podium. And that would have been a very special podium, um, seeing Senna win, because I think it was Tom Wheatcroft who owned the track at yeah. that time. He, uh, he was giving the presentations. So that would have been a really fantastic witness to see, you know, it's a, a very special occasion indeed. Um, and, uh, you know, we'd been there two weeks before, uh, been at the Jim Russell School of Racing for my motor racing day, um, which I got for £99 um, mm. all those years ago. And it allowed me to drive a Vauxhall Lotus, a Vauxhall Astra GTE um, and a go-kart and a few other bits and pieces. Cosworth engine in those. Yeah, no, but they will know that Cosworth is on the engine in the uh, two liter GT16 now. Well, it was they were just doing the track up, they were putting all the Formula One signs up, all the big sponsorships were going up. Um, and I can't remember who's who that was a famous sponsor that sponsored the European Grand Prix. I'm trying to remember what it was. It wasn't Shell, it was it was not the, one of the Australian drinks companies, I think. Or one of the ones that, it was, yeah, it was maybe about it was one of these big ones. I remember it because they were I putting up all the things. Today, I, I took my camera down, I took a whole roll of film, it's kicking around somewhere. Ah, uh, we need to get that. And Aaron Prost will come out that chicane. Oh, we must, we must see that. I, I, mean, I was going to have to we must get our top gear, our top gear videos as well. Because my, yeah, guy that well, I think was there, was the video as well. Did my dad take his I video? Think, I think there? he did. I'm pretty, I mean, that yeah. would be amazing. For yeah, you. the video will um, all be there somewhere. We can probably yeah. dig it out at some point. Yeah, that would be incredible. Um, because it was, when, and when you see it on a little camera or you know, a camera at the time that's not a TV camera, it's even more individual, it's even more um, kind of potent. Um, yeah. and uh, emotional because it's like you were there and it's part of your history, you know, so that would be the thing. But I think we've been going for an hour and 15 minutes. You've watched <laughs> me race while the other two talked about planes and uh, we've been... <laughs> it's been anything apart from... <laughs> but I, I will thank all my viewers, all the listeners, who I'm sure are going to find us enthralling when they listen to podcasts. Um, and uh, <laughs> it, will be, it will be even better than the race at Paul Ricard. That, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, 
Well, to be fair, it, it was better than the race at Paul Ricard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the next time I want to have a look at the settings, so it'll be much harder. Um, and I'll be laughed probably, but um, but at least we'll have a go at trying. It, just on the last point, a set of course the competition does not work well for crashing. If you hit people at all, it tends to throw you off. So it's it's not like well, that. You did. Yes. Well, it was a slight coming together. He just, uh, you know, he came across me a little bit. He uh, came. Oh, and he, he came across you a little bit. He came across. <laughs> your new nickname, nineteen ninety-three, all over again. Your it new nickname, is. right, is going to be <laughs> we'll call you Rossberg. There will always be a screw into me. I was going straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, you've been listening and watching the Car 7 Race Driver Show. Thank you very much for joining with us. And of course, my great co hosts On the top, it's Andrew Marr. Oh, me. Underneath, it is Jonathan Sutherland. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining with us, and we'll be back on Sunday again for another live show. So have a great weekend, and I'll leave what it. What are you doing Jonathan. then? You're not racing again. I'll leave it to Jonathan to do our famous quote. Oh yes, drive fast and try to crash the car. Yeah, drive fast and try not to crash. Excellent. See you later. Bye. For now. Bye.